Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lori Houston's News for the Heart is dedicated to helping you give a voice to your own soul. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggles that keep us from awakening to our true essence. Join Lori now as we delve into our heart and soul to find the path that will open us to the possibilities and lead us to the life we love to live. Hey, good afternoon. This is News for the Heart. And I'm Lori Houston, and today I have Nancy Aruda with me in-house. Yay! (laughs) Hello! (laughs) And we're going to talk about what's up in the universal sky for March and April. Correct. And we're thinking maybe April or March is going to be a little bit... Well, actually, from the sounds of our pre-discussion, it looks like this could be a couple of interesting months. Yes. The Mm. interest continues. Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, you know... It is what it is, and yeah. it's always about growth. And Absolutely. And, you and, know, we need these things to push us, because if we don't have the things to push us, we won't grow. Exactly. We'll stay and, exactly where we are and, and then just complain that there's no growth. So this, yes. this assists our evolutionary journey of the, <laughs> our soul. There you go. <laughs> so what's, what's first in the universal sky we're going to talk about? Well, I'm going to remind everybody of the 2016 energy, yes, which is the nine completion through um, karmic service or completion through evolution. So we're working on evolution this year and it's pulling in, pulling in a lot of energies that we have to heal within ourselves. So ultimately, this is about healing in this year. And it seems as though I think the first four months are bringing the most intensity in terms of the healing that people need to do. Um, And for some people, it's conscious. And for other people, it's unconscious. And it's totally up to each individual on how they want to work through the energy. So keeping that in mind, we're working a lot with Virgo and Pisces energy this year, okay, with the nine energy. And that brings us to the eclipses that are transpiring. Mm. So that's the first thing that we're going to discuss. Yes. I'm going to just like jump right into the eclipse. (laughs) Because it's the first thing that's happening (laughs) on the list of discussions in terms of date. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So not that I'd like to start with this energy by no means, but uh, the first eclipse takes place on March 8th, 2016. It is a total solar eclipse. Okay. And it happens at 8.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at 18 degrees of Pisces, 55 minutes. Now, solar eclipses are typically not as intense as lunar ones. Right. Okay. However, because it's in the sign of Pisces, which is an unconscious vibration, Mm. um, it may feel a little more intense. Okay. Okay. But like I said, solar eclipses usually aren't as intense as lunar ones. Um, Reminding everyone that eclipses are all about letting go. So letting go of what's not serving you. Some tend to be forced upon you, but yes. Well, if you're choosing to live unconsciously, then it'll appear as though it's being forced. Right. But if you are conscious, you should know. You will have the signs (laughs) that will show you what you need to let go of. Based on your level of attachment 
makes it either easier or more difficult. So the more attached you are and the more you don't want to change, the more difficult the process is going to be. And the eclipse is in what what sign? Pisces. Pisces. Yes, which is the unconscious mind. Mm. It's about karmic evolution. Mm. It is about journeying within and connecting to the source. And in order for us to be aligned with source energy. And it energy, is a spiritual very, sign. Very, So maybe helping people prepare for their awakening or. Yes. Right. Because it's getting. So when we're problems. aligning with source energy, because that's what it's about. It's about connecting to source energy, um, creator energy, whatever you want to call it. Okay. It has a lot of Neptunian energy too. Yeah? Yes. Is that. So there's a lot of confusion. Right. Is okay. that its ruling planet? Yes. Neptune. Neptune is Does Pisces Does it have another one? Jupiter. I thought it had two. Yes, Jupiter's the ancient ruler. Oh, okay. Uh, so before Neptune was discovered, right, right, it right. was Jupiter. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so it's, again, a spiritual uh, planet, right? right? Both Jupiter and Neptune bring in um, spiritual vibrations. And as we align with this energy, again, if you're conscious about the alignment, then it could be easier. But it's about aligning with source. And in order to align with source, we need to remove or let go of, of anything that's keeping us unaligned from that source energy or misaligned from right. that source energy. Right. Now, obviously when I'm speaking here now, I'm speaking very dramatically, okay? When we connect with source energy, it's very subtle. It's not sure. dramatic unless it needs to be, okay? Um so it's ultimately just about acceptance of divinity within the self, right? And aligning to that integral divinity within the self. Nice considering humanity at the same time okay right so it's not like not to focus on a sense of selfishness within my own divinity versus your divinity right um it's we we still need to consider humanity and the choices that every individual has for their own inner divinity okay that's a lot of divinity in it. divinity in that one <laughs> sentence i don't want to use the g word <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> probably best although <laughs> but yes um just because that triggers a lot of stuff within people as well right and belief systems and etc yeah. yeah so that will be interesting to see what happens because you know there are times where a pisces energy can happen on just the spiritual plane so that nothing actually vibrates into the physical plane Right. That it's like a spiritual realignment that we're not conscious of that doesn't have a reverb down into the physical plane so that right. it's not affecting us. Right. On a on a conscious level. It could be something that's just happening in our energy body that we're not aware of. Okay. Um, so that could be let's hope it's that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> spiritual adjustments. Um <laughs> Then we go further into March, into March 16th, where we have Jupiter trine Pluto. And this is actually a beneficial energy. So it's a happy, happy, joy, joy kind of thing that's coming in. Although Pluto is not usually a happy, happy, joy, joy planet, but... (laughs) No, it's not. Because it's around transformation, right? Okay. But in this particular case, like a lot of times they connect the Jupiter trine Pluto to like career promotions. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So, you know, keep in mind, we're still in the eclipse energy. 
Right. Okay. Because we're going to be between the two eclipses. So it may not mean a specific career promotion. You may not get the recognition that you desire, but what it could do is soften some of the other energies that are taking place in the month of March. Right. So that it's not as intense. Right. And that's kind of how I'm viewing it because it's not, I'm not really tapping into that. I can't feel the excitement that I would normally feel with this type of mm. energy. Right. So a type of transition that brings growth, but also ease. Right. right. Um, or brings growth through ease versus hardship or challenge. Right. So this is not a challenging aspect. So the way I'm seeing it is it's kind of like taking some of the stress or tension off of some of the other things that are transpiring. Right. So it should be a somewhat easier time than if it wasn't there. Right. Right. And then on March 18th, which is two days later, we have Chiron opposite the North Node. And this is really about healing the path that we're walking on. Okay, so all of humanity, North Node being in the sign of Virgo, which is around healing. We're all being asked to heal on some level. Okay. Um, And with Chiron opposing that, we need to recognize what it is that we're healing or what it is that we need to move towards in our healing journey. And that's kind of what's being stimulated. Um, So it's about facing any emotions that you haven't faced, Mm. right? Um, Moving through any grief processes that are currently on the go. Mm, Because it's Chiron. Yes. And I'm not saying like be done with your grief because everybody processes grief differently. Sure. Right? But instead of denying what you're feeling, allow yourself to feel what it is you need to feel. Accept what you're feeling. Yeah. Um, because you'll be, you're being given the opportunity to fully express your full potential, Hmm. right? And in order to do so, you need to be healed, right? Okay. To tap more into that full potential energy. Um, so yeah, memories, dreams, everything becomes heightened, heightened sensitivity. So a lot of times, you know, if you're an intuitive individual, your intuition will get stronger or could get stronger during this time. Okay. So pay attention to your dreams because they're speaking to you around what it is that you need to heal. So even though this isn't anything to do with Neptune, the Chiron energy is sort of mimicking it or? Um, yes, because Chiron's the healer. So we're being, and because the North, so Chiron's in Pisces. Okay. Okay. So it's in the Neptunian vibe to begin with. Right. Okay. Because oh, okay. it's in right, the sign right, of Pisces. Right. Okay. It's opposite the North Node, which is in Virgo. And Virgo healing. is healing. And the North Node is the path that we're walking on or we're walking okay. towards. Right. So it's about walking on this healing path um, and then healing what lies beneath the surface. So what's within our subconscious mind. And in order to do so, we need to be aware of what's going on around us. And that's where that overly sensitive energy comes in. And we're tapping into sensitivities. Okay. Everybody processes sensitivities differently. Some people get extremely emotional during this time. Other people will have heightened intuition. Okay. It can trigger fear. Sure. Okay. If you haven't resolved your fear issues that were triggered in the month of February, they could come back. Why would they have been triggered in February? Just to remind me. Um, oh, good question. (laughs) I just know that February was the month of fear. Almost everybody I saw in the month of February was processing fear, Hmm. was stuck in the middle of a fearful situation. Now, I processed mine in January, and it kind of overlapped into the beginning of February, and then I dealt with it. And then it was like client after client after client, everybody's coming through in this heightened sense of fear. Right. And I would just have to talk them through their fear process. So it could be the nine right? vibration. It could it, be... it's well, yeah. That's all around completing, right? So, in order for us to heal, 
Like even though we just had a full moon, technically the eclipse energy's already started, correct? Yes, correct. Yeah. So the eclipse energy has started with the activation of this full moon. Right. Because this full moon was in the sign of Virgo. Right. It's pair, new it's moon, Pisces. is the solar eclipse in Pisces. That will be the new moon. Oh, and that is okay. two weeks away. Right. Okay. This full moon actually wasn't that intense for me other than just being excessively busy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I didn't recognize anything that I needed to heal specifically, but I recognized everybody, what other people needed to heal. Okay. And, and that's what I was drawing towards me was people who are stuck in the midst of their fear. Right. And trying to process that or heal it. Okay. Cause fear is a block. Oh yeah. Right. It's a huge block. It's the only block really. <laughs> right. And it's connected to something that we're not looking at that we need yeah. to heal. Yeah. Okay. Cause it's a secondary kind of vibration. There's always something beneath that on an unconscious level. Right. So I experienced a lot of it in January. Yeah. Um, and when I talk to other people they're in January, they're like, what are you talking about? We're not experiencing any fear, but now I'm recognizing everybody's experiencing fear in February. So mm. I don't think you're exempt from it. It's just a matter of what's it doing in your personal chart. Okay. Right. So how are the planets interacting with your personal chart? And I think, and if you haven't experienced it in February either, that's fine. There's still the potential of it coming through with the eclipses in March. Right. Okay. Um, or even some of the energy that's coming in April. Right. So it's all about healing all about healing right. but it's healing at such a deep level it's right. healing things in the unconscious mind and in the spiritual layers of the aura versus the mental plane or the emotional plane because of pisces right. and virgo and it's connected to the mental and emotional and physical planes but it's it's spiritual energies that need to be healed okay so things that you've been working through your whole life are coming back for you to say recognize me heal me so that you don't have to keep repeating those lessons hmm. and again depending on how conscious you are it could be subtle or it could be in your face right um it's do you want to look at the situation do you want to make the connections or look at the past to see how it's mirroring something from the past right so and everybody's different right right based on you know my experience of who i was speaking with some people are like when I'd share this information with them, they're like, hmm, they're going to have to, they would think about it, right? They'd right. be like, well, let me think on that, right? And if you have to think too hard, don't listen to me, <laughs> okay? Just allow yourself to experience whatever it is you're experiencing. Mm -hmm. um, but majority of the people are like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense, right? Based on what they have been experiencing. Right. So moving on okay, to March 23rd, uh, Jupiter square Saturn. And this is really about finding a balance between your personal goals and your responsibilities. Okay. I'm feeling this one already, even though I know it's not this, but finding that balance between what I want to be doing on a personal level versus what I'm doing on a career level. Hmm. Okay. Um, and for me, it's exhausting. Um, however, there is this need to break out of old restrictions. Okay. So we're being asked to do things in a different way so that it serves us better but before we can do that we need to figure out what that way is right right um this is a good building energy okay so it is good in terms of um taking action to restructure your life right so that things that aren't working 
can get we can let go of and things that are working we can build more on so it's not a negative energy by no means it's about focusing on our foundation right and building right so that we can work towards success on march 25th which is two days after that saturn stations retrograde at 16 degrees of sagittarius and here it's also going to be square mercury at the time okay so well, you talked about um, on the 23rd, um, Jupiter square Saturn, but yes. aren't you missing a eclipse? No, that's not until the 29th. Is that right? Because I have I it on the 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe my date is wrong on my sheet. <laughs> Let me check my, my phone. Well, what, while we're doing that, why don't we go for our first break? Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> Because I was, I was a little preoccupied with the dates going, okay, so if it's like, isn't there one coming? And I'm, and anyway, so let's, uh, let's go to first break. Sounds and good. And we'll be, uh, we'll be discussing um, what's happening. <laughs> well, we'll be discussing what's happening for March and April when we come back. You're listening to News for the Heart. If you want more information about Nancy, go to her website, universalsky.com. And if you want information about mine, go to intuitasoul.com. Nancy does write for me, um, does write for my uh, newsletter. So that comes out every month. And uh, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Lori Houston, and I have a great show on bmajor.org called News for the Heart. I'm an intuitive counselor, coach, and teacher with professional qualifications and certifications as well as natural clairsentient and claircognizant abilities. I've been on my spiritual path for over 20 years, and during that time have acquired through extensive studies, teachings, and sacred texts, over 30 different healing modalities, which are continuously being added to as life is an ongoing journey. My passion is on relationships, limiting beliefs, energy that is blocking you, and awakening consciousness as we become more heart-centered. You can find out more about me at my website, intuitivesoul.com, or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. And I'd be honored to connect with you. Let's get to the heart of what matters. Do you want to become more empowered, connected with your core, guided by your heart and soul's purpose, be more balanced and have more mindfulness? Are you searching for the answers, wanting to understand your relationships better, why your intimate relationships, friends, family, and even work colleagues can impact your quality of life? How your relationships interfere with your business, career opportunities, and even starting your own business? I'm Lori Houston. I have a free weekly advice column with bmajor.org called Heart Lessons. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggle that keep us from awakening to our true essence. You can send me your questions or for more personal guidance, contact me at intuitivesoul.com. Or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. And let's get to the heart of what matters to see your heart lessons. Want to know where you can hear Lori Houston's news for the heart? Well, that's easy. You can tune in to Lori via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Lori Houston and News from the Heart. And welcome back. This is News for the Heart. I have Nancy Arruda with me. 
We are looking at what's up in the universal sky for March and April. We were just finishing up March Jupiter's, 23rd. Yes, March 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I do have to apologize. I had the wrong date down, um, which means when we did the show in December, in December for, the year. for January, um, I would have said the wrong date as well. I would have said the 29th. And it was, I, so I accept full responsibility for that, but I'm going to blame being in the pre-shadow of Mercury retrograde. Because <laughs> that's my loophole. <laughs> I also had the time wrong. I put down 7 a.m. It would have been at 8 a.m. Well, you know. <laughs> or it is at 8 a.m. Um, so we have the, on March 23rd, af- the same day, in two hours, not even, after Jupiter square Saturn, we will be experiencing... And it's just a partial, yeah? That just, I don't know. I just put lunar just eclipse put just... at three degrees of Libra, 17 minutes. If it's a total, I typically do write total down. Yeah, I think it's just a partial. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting um, because we're not working with the Pisces vibration here. We're working with the Libra. It's a prenumbral. Does that say any, mean anything? No. Not to me, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it may mean something to somebody else. <laughs> Not to me. <laughs> I, I think we we had a bunch of totals and I'll just put. Well, I'm thinking it's not total because if it was a total, it would have to be in Virgo. Because uh, that would be the north node, south node alignment. Right. Right. Um, where this is taking place in the sign of Libra. While right. the North Node and South Node are in Virgo Pisces. Right. So um, it's interesting because I'm as I try and tap into this eclipse, I'm kind of looking at it. Well, you know, Libra means partnerships, relationships, balance. Yeah. And um, I can't really measure that based on what I'm doing right now because <laughs> I'm not in one. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm having a little issue looking at going, at going um, okay, so what relationship is it speaking to? Um, in terms of trying to identify on a personal right. level, right? right? Um, so, however, it would be around releasing relationships that no longer serve, okay? And it's totally connected to a healing journey. Oh, I just got a hit. It could be divorce energy. Um, oh. Moving through, like completing anything that you need to complete in terms of relationships from the past, right? Yeah, this would be the time when I said, you know, sometimes things are forced upon you. I mean, yes, yeah. you're right about, you know, conscious versus unconscious, but definitely, you know, eclipses have endings often. Yes. Yes. And I think a lunar eclipse in Libra is probably going to be... Ending of a relationship of some sh- shape of, or form. Of some, yeah, right? exactly. It can yeah. be any type of relationship. And it doesn't mean end the relationship. It means no. end the dynamic within a relationship. Sure. Okay? So whatever needs to heal within the relationship, that's the ending that needs to transpire. Right. Okay? And for me, specifically, I've been hearing for the last six months, start going Finish through the process, process. Go through the process, right? And it's just clicking now. Like, I've been... I, I look at the eclipse going, what could that possibly mean for me? And then it was like, oh, yeah, that's oh, what it yeah. could mean. Um, and this is the conscious versus unconscious component, right? right? So right. think about what it is you need to let go of because lunar eclipses are more around letting go than solar eclipses are. Right. Exactly. Okay? exactly. There's more intensity because you have the sun and the moon in opposite positions. So you're pulling in the whole polarity. Right. You're pulling in... Um, the eclipse in Libra and the or the moons in Libra and the suns in Aries, right? So it's we're dealing with that whole polarity of Libra Aries, right? 
right? And what that means is who am I in a relationship or how does my relationship serve me, right? Um, How do I serve the relationship? And, And that's what we're really looking at in terms of what it is that we need to complete. Um, you know, it can also activate karmic and spiritual relationships, right? Connecting with heart centered, heart centered groups, um, where all the people within that group are somewhere sharing a similar story or a karmic lesson or a karmic connection. Um, so it may be connected to family, right? Versus just your own personal relationship or intimate relationship. Um, it could be connected to work associates, Right. Because sure. you're you're all connected <laughs> exactly. on a karmic level to the yeah. same company that you're working for. Right. So it's really about looking at those any type of relationship in this particular case. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Right. Um, because I'm not feeling a lot of strength with that one, which no. can mean two things. Right. You're not in a relationship. I, well, I'm not in a relationship, number one. Um, in a, in a personal relationship, yeah. right? Um, I have lots of relationships of on the go with <laughs> colleagues and clients and, and friends and family, but, um, so like, I'm not feeling an intensity on that level. Um, and I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> it could be that it's not a total, maybe. I don't know. Yes. Yes. It could also be that it, because it's not connected to a total eclipse, um, and also because what I need to let go of is it's just a logical thing that I need to do. I need to take logical steps and move through a process, right? I'm not feeling a huge amount of emotion through trying to um, complete or finish up that process. Right. So it's not emotional for me. And when I, when I look at what has to be done, right, it's just right. basically file paperwork, right? right. Which is hard not work. Big, you've, hard yeah. work you've already done. Yeah, I've already done the hard work. <laughs> yeah. I've already healed the heart, right? Yeah. And and I know, because like I've talked to other people as well, that sometimes there is that final emotional expression when you actually send the paperwork off or when you get yeah. it back saying it's done because there's this full realization that it has transpired, mm-hmm. right? And it's the last bit of healing that needs to be done. And I realize that, yeah, I may have an emotional moment and that's okay. Right. Um, But I don't think it's as intense as initiating the first steps of ending or terminating a relationship. Right. Right. And again, it doesn't mean that you're supposed to terminate your relationship. It just means you're supposed to alter the dynamic of what's not serving either of you. Right. Okay. So that it's not pushed on you so that, you know, you don't have a huge fight or, you know. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, you know, if it's, it's about healing the relationship. Yeah. Because if we're in a year of healing with the North Node in Virgo, this is about healing the relationship. Or your relationship issues. <laughs> yes. And the relationship you have with yourself. Right. Because if the relationship with yourself is out of balance, the relationship you have with other people are out of balance. Hmm. Yeah. They're interconnected. They are. Hmm. I think now you have to go pull page back. Because oh, right. You, because, yeah, yes, yeah. the one that I, for, <laughs> the one that I altered. <laughs> That's why you were looking at me funny when I moved my pages. <laughs> well. <laughs> Going back, but not really, just right. on my list. Um, March 25th, we have um, Saturn stationing retrograde. Right. 
Um, and when Saturn stations retrograde, it's we can feel a sense of restriction. Okay, the energy may appear to be heavier. Now this happens every year. Every and it's year, like six yeah. months out of the year, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, it's for a long period of time. It's I think it's five. Okay, months. so okay. it's like every five, five and a half months. Okay, it'll station retrograde and then it stations direct. Okay, okay, and so as we're going through the retrograde, we don't really pay attention to Saturn retrograde. We Does that mean feel. that there are some years that it can go retrograde twice if it's every five to five and a half months? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but okay. it would be like towards the end of the yeah, year, yeah, of like course. a couple of days and kind it of would thing. Have to be earlier, so. Yes, yes. Um, so, you know, once it is fully moving backwards in its retrograde phase, we don't really feel it. Okay. We may experience some repeating of energy in terms of our career or whatever it is we're trying to build upon, um, but it's not intense. It's intense in the moment that it slows right. down, stations retrograde, and then, and then starts going. Yeah, and the same when it stations direct, right? So we feel the intensity for about a week, maybe two weeks, right? Um, so, you know, say four days beforehand to four days after, maybe five days, depending if it's a direct hit in your chart, you may feel it a little bit more mm. intensely, right? Then if it's not impacting anything in your chart, then it could just be easy breezy. Right. right. You're just feeling that heaviness. Right. Things are slowing down. You might be feeling tired um, because Saturn is around limitations and restrictions. Right. And it right? is a heavier planet. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Like it's a, yeah. Yeah. And it takes longer to station. OK. So and that's why I said four days before to four days after. Whereas when we're dealing with a Mercury retrograde, we really feel the station intensely two days before to two days after. Right. And sometimes before, and sometimes when the shadow starts, sometimes when it, yeah. <laughs> the intensity yeah. is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Although I swear with Mercury retrograde, it's pretty much the entire time. But. Well, it'll create a lot of personal chaos because it's a personal planet. Right. Okay. Because it's so close to the sun that when right. it is retrograde and we, we rely on communication and communication tools in today's society with today's technology, like it's all about right. communication and, and, uh, Mercury loves to play with those, right? right? So we're aware of the Mercury retrograde the whole time, whereas with Saturn, we're not. Right. Right? We just feel the intensity of the shift about four days before to four days after. Okay. So, um, and this particular Saturn retrograde is looking on dependence. So what are you dependent on? Who is dependent on you? And you really need to, um, so you're looking at any lessons around dependencies, Okay. If you're um, codependent, then there may be things that are being played on in terms of your codependencies, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not so much about relationships, but we use codependency in relationships a lot. Okay. But we can also be codependent on other things as well. <laughs> Jasper's snoring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Enough that it made me look over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't know if everybody else can hear no, Jasper snoring. I don't think he can. <laughs> um, so we're looking at dependencies. It will now, be you have square Mercury there. Yes, it will be Is square Mercury. Um, it jumped out at me, so I'm assuming it will be okay. okay. So when Saturn and Mercury interact, there's this slowing down of the thought process, right? This ability to focus mentally if it's a harmonious one. So and is that just specifically that day that it's yes, square? Yes, it's, okay. it's, it's the day that it goes retrograde. It will okay. be square Mercury to the exact degree, right? Mm. Which is why it kind of like jumped out at me and I, I took a note of it, 
right? right? Anything that jumps out at me, I take a note of. Right. Um, so when I saw that, it's like, okay, so we either have a limited mindset, okay, or our thought process is going to be challenged in some way, shape, or form. So if we look at the Sagittarius energy on its own, okay, it's about being open-minded, right? Oh, right. Versus sure. closed-minded. Now, sure. it can swing either way, right? Sagittarius sure. energy. When Depending we have... whether you're working with the negative or the positive and how exactly. much work you've done. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right? Um, exactly. And that's exactly what it is. Um, so when, and that's Sagittarius on its own. So even though Mercury has no association to Sagittarius, I connect a similar vibe based on this open-mindedness or closed-mindedness concept of Sagittarians. Okay. Or the sign of Sag. Saturn being in Sagittarius, Saturn being limitation and restriction, okay, it could be, you know, use your perspective or be aware of what's going on on a mental level. Where it's square Mercury, okay, it could be saying you really need to force your mind open, right? Yeah. Um, or you may be dealing with a lot of closed mindedness mm. at that time which is going to set you into whatever it is that you're going to be learning or growing or evolving through, through that retrograde phase. Right. But again, what Saturn retrogrades, you're not paying attention. Right. right? Cause it's not a personal planet like Mercury right. retrograde. Right. Uh, um, so yeah, but it's about looking at dependency issues. Okay. Um, and it could be any type of dependency issues. Um, from, you know, financial dependence to residential dependence to drug dependence, alcohol dependence. And we're not talking about addictions, but we're talking about dependencies, which can be perceived as addictions. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. So there's a slight yeah. vibration around what are you dependent on, mm. right? And, but it could also be like, are you dependent on your spouse in order to survive? Are your children dependent on you in order to survive? So those relationships may be activated in some way, shape or form. Right. Okay. And this isn't about letting go. And this isn't about any of that energy. It's just about being aware of the dependencies because it's like, that's what we're supposed to either have more dependencies or less depending on how it's draining your own personal resources right okay. do you need to be more dependent on somebody else or does somebody else need to be more dependent on you okay, okay. and that's connected to the degree right so the degree that it's transpiring on um i look at the sabian symbols a lot right and the meaning behind it in order to drive more understanding into what this particular saturn retrogrades around cool. right so that's where the dependency energy came from okay all right Moving on. <laughs> are, we, are we finally into April? We're in April. We are? That was a big jump. That was March, which makes me wonder, did I miss a page? Well, nope. Okay, cool. Nope. Four pages is all I got. All right. So, so we don't have. Three. So we don't have to, we don't have a lot <laughs> happening between the 25th and April, April 17th. 17th. Yes. But so that could mean the universe is giving us a little bit of break to integrate. Okay. There's still personal stuff going sure. on. So stuff with the personal planets. Full moon planets. in there. Full moon? Yeah. Uh, yes, no. there would be the, yeah. no, it would be the new, new moon, moon in Aries. <laughs> there you go. Right. And the sun would have shifted into Aries. Yes. Ooh. No. The full moon would be after the 17th. The new moon, sorry, would be after the 17th. So there's a full moon. The full moon is a lunar is eclipse in Libra. Okay, so there has to be a solar two weeks later, right? 23rd? Oh, there'd have to be a new moon. 
Right. Unless we have a double Pisces new moon. I don't know. So okay. I didn't look at that. I know. You don't usually look at the moons. I'll do that. You go into okay. the next thing. I'll let, I'll let us know when it is. <laughs> The only moons I look at are the eclipse moons. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, because I also deal with more of the evolutionary stuff, which is the outer planet activity versus the inner planet activity. Um, April 7th. April 7th. It's in, does it tell you what sign? That's right. Because the sun goes into Aries in March. Mm-hmm. Right. So yes, it's in the sign of Aries. You don't need to look it up. I already know. Oh, I'm, right, I'm thinking Sorry. <laughs> the sun is going into Aries on April 20, right. 21st. It's like, no, it's March 21st. Right. I was having a little mental moment. That's that whole Saturn square Mercury thing I was talking okay. about, right? So <laughs> limitations within my own mind. <laughs> See how it can interact yeah. in the moment? <laughs> All right. So on April 17th, after the new moon, yes. <laughs> we have... Mars stationing oh. retrograde. <laughs> well, at least we get a little bit of a break before then. I mean, from the March twenty fifth right. to right, because that's a that's a that can be a it can be challenging. Well, it's you know what it, it probably will be challenging. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, then, because <laughs> we're gonna feel the station before Mars actually goes right, right. And um, Mars is ruled by Aries. The sun right. will be in Aries. Mars um, will be in Aries. Sorry, Mars is in Sagittarius, but it's ruled by the sun sign of Aries, right? Right. Which is the opposite energy of the eclipse. So remember I said... Mars is already in Sagittarius? Mars is in Sag, yes. At that time. I don't wow. know where it is right now. Don't ask me. I didn't look. <laughs> That's okay. That's It's just... It, I mean, it moves every six... Oh, it's every six weeks, isn't it? Five and a half to six weeks, weeks, I think. Wow. Um, It will be at eight degrees of Sagittarius. Mm -hmm. So it's still in the beginning of the Sag energy. Right. Um, Mars in Sag energy is these bursts of energy that can come out of nowhere, but you have very, very little endurance to follow through with the energy. How that can be perceived is you have big projects that are on the go that require huge amounts of physical energy. And the project is so big that you don't have enough physical energy to complete the project. Okay. And so that's one way to, to understand what Mars in Sag can be like. Okay. Because okay. Mars is a fiery planet. Sure. Sag is a fire sign. Right. Okay. But because Sagittarius is mutable, um, it's not like Aries that has this unstoppable drive that can keep going, 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 going. Right. Okay. So that means though that when it or goes initiate. retrograde, it's going to go into Scorpio? Yes. Yes, it will retrograde back into the sign of Scorpio. Um, this particular retrograde based on degree is we're looking to the social concerns of the less evolved individual, the members of society who are not taught how to walk in the footsteps of their counterparts. It's like they're being asked to learn that now. Mm. Okay. So automatically when we think of Mars, we think of young men, but it doesn't necessarily mean this is something just with young men or male energy. Okay, it can be females as well. It doesn't mean that it's just young people. It could be older people who have maturity issues or need to integrate more of a mature way of approaching life. Okay, so or any situations in your own life that will mirror that kind of dynamic. Right. Um, It will station direct on June 29th at 23 degrees of Scorpio. 
And so it's it's April seventeenth to June twenty yes. ninth, like yes. the whole the whole yes. month. April, so all of May, May June. Wow, that um, seems like more than six weeks, but maybe it's not. Uh, it is no, more it than is six weeks. it is more it's than like six weeks. Eight, yeah. But see, and it's because Mars is slowing down. Right, right, right. right? right. So typically when Mars is moving forward at its natural rate of speed, it'll go through. When does it go into six, Scorpio? Do you six have? to seven weeks, I think it is. Um, no, I didn't have that date. Okay. I can look. Just curious. Yeah. Um, so with Mars and Scorpio, when we're dealing with Mars and Scorpio, typically, and this is not retrograde, this is even when it's moving direct, um, we are looking at... Um, having lots of energy okay and it's about taking the right course of right course of action you can't relax with this energy it's really? it's a yeah it's a go 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 it's a fiery when it's in scorpio? when it's in scorpio on oh, a typical level now um so typically when mars is in scorpio if i were to give you one key word it would be explosive okay i would not suggest um starting a diet at this time oh no no because it's retrograde Oh. Okay, so which means you will not be successful. It it's more like um it's you're being asked to deal with whatever anger issues mm. that you have within yourself that you need to heal within yourself. Um and based on the degree that it's at, it is essential now to find the inspiration within the lessons and actions that one is taking. Okay, so it's you can't focus on the negative component of what's going on. You must focus on what's inspiring or what's the outcome of this lesson. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Because we're being asked to transform our okay. challenges. Okay. Okay. This is all about transformation and transmutation within the self. So you don't want to be focusing on the negative. You want to be focusing on the positive. And the, what inspires you versus what's pulling you down okay. or what's making you angry. Right. Hmm. So it's, it's going to be an interesting energy. Okay. So be aware of rage around you. Okay. Road rage. Always put your nice, you know, music that calms you down in your car while you're driving versus um, stuff that's going to stimulate anger or aggression. Right. We're calming colors like blues and purples versus reds and oranges okay it'll help tone down the energy um if you're stimulated by mars energy like if you have a very strong mars in your chart or you have mars in aries um or in a fire sign or in a fire house okay so a house that's normally ruled by a fire sign then it's quite you're going to be heated very easily with this energy okay another one would be mars and scorpio you could get very very heated with this energy as well so it's where the calmer colors try and infuse that consciously into your environment right and and stay with the greens for healing the blues for calming the purples for connecting right right okay. um because other or whatever it is you need to do to calm down have less caffeine Right. <laughs> right. Or if you're dependent on caffeine, have more caffeine. <laughs> <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. So Mars will station, um, will retrograde back into Scorpio approximately. Oh, where'd it go? Here we are. May 28th. That's approximate. That's based okay. on my ephemeris. So then that'll stay, it'll stay there until... 
until July. As it goes direct, it won't quickly. Yeah, yeah. Once it stations direct on uh, June 29th. So it'll be in the sign for a month. Yeah. So it's the end of May. Yeah. Right. It will then um, go back into Sag. August. Oh, okay. Third. So two months. Yeah. <laughs> August 3rd. All right. So we're going to be doing some, from May to August 3rd, some interesting healing work around. Yes. Anger. Anger. Frustrations. Or Scorpio type action. Right. So things that you bury deep within yourself yeah. that you don't want to recognize. Yeah. Um, and actions that you need to take that you're resisting. Right. Okay. So um, when it goes direct, maybe that's when to start a diet? Not necessarily. I'd wait till it moves out of its shadow period. Uh, okay. Why are you connecting diet? I don't know. Because you guys <laughs> said something about the a fire, fire and energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fire in the gut. Okay. So how I connect um, Scorpio energy is uh, when I think of Mars and Scorpio, I think of sacral chakra. Okay. Okay. Root to sacral. Um, because if Scorpio rules your reproductive organs, okay, those are your Mm. creative center. It's also your emotional center. And when we use Mars and Scorpio around our emotional center, it's a suppression of the emotions that we're burying, burying deep into that center. Right. And that's where I kind of got that fire in the gut energy. Okay. So when Mars stations retrograde, that's going to start brewing and it's going to start moving upwards towards the solar plexus. Okay. Um, activating any fear that potentially lives in the solar plexus because that's where fear lives. Sure. Right. Um, primarily because it's connected to our mental, pro- the mental plane and our mental thought process. So um, we have the, the stimulation of this having to acknowledge those buried emotions that we've kept repressed and buried deeply, at least for the last two years since the last time Mars went retrograde. Because mm. every two years when Mars goes retrograde, I think it's every 24 months, 22 to 24 months, Okay, Mars stations retrograde. Um, when that happens, it's all that starts bubbling beneath the surface, right? And the, the plug that we've put on top of those repressed emotions can't stay there anymore. So quite often people start feeling it in their stomach. They get stomach upset, um, intestinal issues, okay? Even potentially... Um, bowel issues in terms of what they need to release or let go of right as well as bladder problems so that's what I was talking about that burning and that festering in the gut okay area I'm not talking just the stomach area I'm talking the whole digestive system okay so it can manifest physically if you need it to manifest physically if you don't then it's just like this feeling or this stirring within that you're feeling more in your on an emotional level but more in your um digestive tracts Right. Okay. So, um, which is then why you connected diet to it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's all good. (laughs) Um, I don't believe the diet word should exist. (laughs) Right. Okay. (laughs) But that's my belief, um, in terms of using it to lose weight. Right. I think we all need to have a healthy diet. Right. And well, it, this year is all it's all about healing. Right. And digestion yes. is one of the biggest problems with in today's society. Yes, absolutely. Issues. Yeah. So, yeah. With yeah. the leaky gut, more and more people are getting leaky gut syndrome. Right. Wow. Um, so, yes, you're right. 
Just digestion in itself. Yeah. I mean, I think that's where we're having most of our It's interesting. Issues. I agree. It's interesting because Mars retrograde can also stimulate inflammation. Mm. Okay, that burning sensation. So if, and I know one of the symptoms of leaky gut or digestive issues is inflammation in the stomach area, as well as that inflammation can then go to the joints or it can go to the muscles or it can go to the rest of the body. So if you have inflammation issues, there is a potential that it'll get triggered. Okay. But no, that is just the physical response to the underlying emotional issue of you needing to process those emotions. So you're holding on to these toxic emotions that need to be processed. And it is Mars, as it stations retrograde, is going to let you know what it is you need to let go of. Right. So if you're experiencing um, inflammation anywhere in your body, it's connected to Mars. Okay. So we don't have a whole lot of time left so okay okay good a couple more things a couple more things did we need to go for another break um we don't need to at this point because we really don't have a lot of time left okay so if you want to just so i'll we'll wrap it up then um so yes be aware of um mars stationing retrograde and my last thing on that is no elective surgery during that time period good idea okay avoid elective surgery uh pluto stations retrograde on april 18th so should you wait until the shadow period's cleared like august if it's elective Mm -hmm. if it's mandatory you got to do it when you got to do it sure but if it's an elective like you're going for you know having your wisdom teeth taken out or if you're you know choosing something to change on your body based on your own personal choice uh do not do it during that time Uh, Pluto stations retrograde on April 18th, which is the day after. So we're going to feel the intensity of this Mm. retrograde period. Um, Take it easy on yourself those couple of days, right? As we go towards the end of April, the north node will move into the sign of Leo. Right. That's a big shift. Well, we'll feel it. I'm I'm almost certain we'll feel it a little bit, right? Yeah, because Um, right now it's kind of sitting with the same It's in Virgo, which is healing. Yeah. When it goes into Leo, it's around the heart. Mm. Okay. And the ego. So we're looking at, um, we need to develop our individuality, our willingness to take center stage. So this is a time to come out of hiding. Um, follow your heart's desires, strengthen your willpower, tap into enthusiasm, self-control, start taking some risks, um, and relating to a childlike quality in others. So having fun playing, right? Letting your inner child come out and, uh, experience the fun of life. Right. Right. Which so it's kind of like saying the healing journey. It's not complete by no means, but we're going through this shift in how we're shifting our healing journey. And it's no more about focusing on the intensity of the healing. It's now about, okay, let's focus on the fun of it. Let's let's start playing and heal through laughter as opposed to pain. Right. right? So I am kind of looking forward to the yeah, shift. Yeah, no, that sounds right? like good. Yeah. Yeah, and again, focused a lot on healing this year. So <laughs> it's a healing year. There's yeah. no avoiding that. Yeah, um, and then the day after, oh man, Mercury will station retrograde um, on April 28th at 23 degrees of Taurus, 36 minutes. It stays in the sign of Taurus and will station direct on May 22nd, 2016. Okay. So, like to recap the month of April, there's a lot of retrogrades. Mm-hmm. going on a lot of retro well <laughs> mars pluto and mercury and saturn saturn is at the in... end of march yes yeah but it's in retrograde yes it is in retrograde so that's a lot of retrograde planets yes mercury um, mercury in taurus what what can we see for that it's taurus about is... being factual 
Okay. Okay. Being practical. So you may find your practical foundations being a little shaky or the things that you need to say or communicate are more around the practical reality. Um, So typically Mercury and Taurus is resistant to new ideas. Okay. They're very definite on what they like and dislike so if you have natally mercury and taurus you know what you like and you know what you dislike so there's very little flexibility okay so if you're going to be too stubborn on your thought process the universe is going to come in and shake up that thought process okay um this particular mercury retrograde is speaking to thoughts focused on the needs of survival okay so we are focused on our survival needs so you may find a little bit of chaos within your survival components Okay. Um, whatever that looks like. Okay. Um, one must not lose sight of being civil and holding on to one's authenticity. Okay. So we're being asked to be grounded and deal with whatever miscommunications come from a place of being grounded, which typically we're not during a Mercury retrograde. Right. We're but being more all of reactive. the signs except for the first one is earth. Was- yeah, I mean, even the first one, it was only a few days it was in yeah. Aquarius, and then it went back into Capricorn. Yeah, so I put um, focus on the alignment with the greater good versus your selfish needs, okay? Because there may be tendencies towards selfishness okay. during this Mercury retrograde. So, and again, <sighs> it stations direct on the 22nd. So sounds like we've got some interesting... We do. Months coming up. And, you know, based on what the universe has thrown me so far, I'm just kind of sitting there going, I got my seatbelt on. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope you, uh, you've you kind of gone through some of the uh, I'm hoping I have. challenges of the, <laughs> the year. Because I listened to your story and I'm like, oh my. <laughs> I don't know if anything else can happen to me this don't year. Don't say but... that. <laughs> And I'm open to abundance and joy and beauty and love and all those wonderful things yes. to happen <laughs> this year. Now would Yay. be nice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you have been listening to News for the Heart. Thank you, Nancy. Thank as you. As always, you can find out more about Nancy if you go to her website. Yeah. Is your web? <laughs> you can find okay. out more about me, but it's still not updated yet because okay. I have so no uni- access to it. Right, universalsky.com. Or, of course, I, she is on my monthly newsletter. So yes. check her out there. And, of course, you can always contact her for uh, readings and uh, astrology. So, yes, we have been getting to the heart of what matters with regards to what's up in the Universal Sky for March and April. And thanks again. And we will be back in two months yep all right thanks nancy thank you have a question for Lori and want to be on the next news from the heart show drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org news from the heart is brought to you by intuitive soul and is produced by major radio for clear channels iHeartRadio, and bmajor.org
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.